section number thirty three of a treatise on good works this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by elaine conway england a treatise on good works by martin luther translated by johann michael rue section thirty three thou shalt not steal this commandment also has a work which embraces very many good works and is opposed to many vices and is called in german mildigkeit benevolence which is a work ready to help and serve every one with one's goods and it fights not only against theft and robbery but against all stinting in temporal goods which men may practise toward one another such as greed ursery overcharging and plating wares that sell as solid counterfeit wares short measures and weights and who could tell all the ready novel clever tricks which multiply daily in every trade by which every one seeks his own gain through the other's loss and forgets the rule which says what ye wish that others do to you that do ye also to them if every one kept this rule before his eyes in his trade business and dealings with his neighbour he would readily find how he ought to buy and sell take and give lend and give for nothing promise and keep his promise and the like and when we consider the world and its doings how greed controls all business we would not only find enough to do if we would make an honourable living before god but also be overcome with dread and fear for this perilous miserable life which is so exceedingly overburdened entangled and taken captive with cares of this temporal life and dishonest seeking of gain too therefore the wise man says not in vain happy is the rich man who is found without blemish who does not run after gold and has not set his confidence in the treasures of money who is he we will praise him that he has done wondrous things in his life as if he would say none such is found or very few indeed yea they are very few who notice and recognize such lust for gold in themselves for greed has here a very beautiful fine cover for its shame which is called provision for the body and natural need and a cover of which it accumulates wealth beyond all limits and is never satisfied so that he who would in this matter keep himself clean must truly as he says do miracles or wondrous things in life now see if a man wish not only to do good works but even miracles which god may praise and be pleased with what need has he to look elsewhere let him take heed to himself and see to it that he run not after gold nor set his trust on money but let the gold run after him and money wait on his favour and let him love none of these things nor set his heart on them then he is the true generous wonder-working happy man as job thirty one says i have never yet relied upon gold and never yet made gold my hope and confidence and psalm sixty two if riches increase set not your heart upon them so christ also teaches matthew six that we shall take no thought what we shall eat and drink and wherewithal we shall be clothed since god cares for this and knows that we have need of all these things but some say yes rely upon that 
take no thought and see whether a roasted chicken will fly into your mouth i do not say that a man shall not labour and seek a living but he shall not worry not be greedy not despair thinking that he will not have enough for in adam we are all condemned to labour when god says to him genesis three in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread and job five as the birds to flying so is man born unto labour now the birds fly without worry and greed and so we also should labour without worry and greed but if you do worry and are greedy wishing that the roasted chicken fly into your mouth worry and be greedy and see whether you will thereby fulfil god's commandment and be saved three this work faith teaches of itself for if the heart looks for divine favour and relies upon it how is it possible that a man should be greedy and worry he must be sure beyond a doubt that god cares for him therefore he does not cling to money he uses it also with cheerful liberality for the benefit of his neighbour and he knows well that he will have enough however much he may give away for his god whom he trusts will not lie to him nor forsake him as it is written psalm thirty six i have been young and now am old never have i seen a believing man who trusts god that is a righteous man forsaken or his child begging bread therefore the apostle calls no other sin idolatry except covetousness because this sin shows most plainly that it does not trust god for anything expects more good from its money than from god and as has been said it is by such confidence that god is truly honoured or dishonoured and indeed in this commandment it can be clearly seen how all good works must be done in faith for here every one most surely feels that the cause of covetousness is distrust and the cause of liberality is faith for because a man trusts god he is generous and does not doubt that he will always have enough on the other hand a man is covetous and worries because he does not trust god now as in this commandment faith is the master workman and the doer of the good work of liberality so it is also in all the other commandments and without such faith liberality is of no worth but rather a careless squandering of money for by this we are also to know that this liberality shall extend even to enemies and opponents for what manner of good deed is that if we are liberal only to our friends as christ teaches luke six even a wicked man does that to another who is his friend besides the brute beasts also do good and are generous to their kind therefore a christian must rise higher let his liberality serve also the undeserving evildoers enemies and the ungrateful even as his heavenly father makes his son to rise on good and evil and the rain to fall on the grateful and ungrateful but here it will be found how hard it is to do good works according to god's commandment how nature squirms twists and writhes in its opposition to it although it does the good works of its own choice easily and gladly therefore take your enemies the ungrateful and do good to them then you will find how near you are to this commandment or how far from it and how all your life you will always have to do with the practice of this work for if your enemy needs you and you do not help him when you can it is just the same as if you had stolen what belonged to him for you owed it to him to help him 
so says st ambrose feed the hungry if you do not feed him you have as far as you are concerned slain him and in this commandment are included the works of mercy which christ will require at men's hands at the last day but the magistrates and cities ought to see to it that the vagabonds pilgrims and mendicants from foreign lands be debarred or at least allowed only under restrictions and rules so that knaves be not permitted to run at large under the guise of mendicants and their knavery of which there now is much be prohibited i have spoken at greater length of this commandment in the treatise on ursary End of section 33